It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And we are live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports SEC Edition. We hope that you're making it a good one. We know that we are as well. The very famous Doobie Lane is back on the ones and twos, making sure everybody is taken care of on our end. <laughs> we got the intern with us as well, Jonathan Rifkin, who is back seen, not with Doobie. So we have one guy in San Diego, one guy in Opelousas, and one guy in Hammond, Louisiana. Bring it to you from a live broadcast. That's how good the Doobie Lane is controlling the ones and twos. But guys, I greatly appreciate you joining us on Facebook Live. Twitch TV, that's Chris Landry Football on twitch.tv slash Chris Landry Football and on Periscope. I do not know because I forgot to ask the Doobster. Doobie, are we on the Insta face? Okay. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. My wife tells me we should go to Insta face. You tell me that we should go to Insta face. Chelsea tells me we should go to Insta face. So we'll be doing that soon. Because we got a good show in store for you tonight. What? Look, I've been sitting here. And football's around the corner, so we it might as well we might as well start making predictions. We might as well start breaking teams down from start to finish. Who do I believe is going to win the West? Why do I believe that LSU is going to win the West this year? You're not going to want to miss that, especially you LSU fans. You Gator fans aren't going to like the second segment. Why will the Georgia Bulldogs win the East? Why will both of those teams meet up in the SEC championship game? We'll break down both of those teams. From start to finish. Also, hashtag who is the Rudy Poo of the day. But guys, before we get to that, as always, our main sponsor, GM Varnado and Sons. GM Varnado and Sons has faithfully been serving your Denon Springs and Baton Rouge area for over 62 years. With their highly trained technicians, there's absolutely nothing that they can't do. AC work, check engine light, motorhome chassis, drivetrain repair, oil changes, tire sales, tire rotations. No job is too big or too small for GM. You should give them a call today. 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And I had a testimonial today. Someone called me and said, look, I had to get in and out. I was at work. I had to get my oil changed. Hopped on in at GM, Varnado and Sons, and they got me in and out very quickly with their highly trained technicians, as we, as we mentioned earlier. Give them a call. Go see them at 2500 Florida Boulevard. And don't forget, when you go see them, to tell him Blake Rafino from AYS sent you. All right, guys, we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about because football is here. Football is around the corner. So today being what, the 20th? So about five weeks, we will have the kickoff to college football. 
So as I sit here and I've been thinking, I've kind of made some slight predictions as to who I think is going to win the SEC West and who I think is going to make the SEC East. But we're going to start breaking down these teams. Now, I'm going to tell you something. For the first one, for LSU, it's a little bit tougher. And even with Georgia, it's a little bit tougher. But we're going to break those teams down. I see Paul Rapolo, very good fan, friend, Paul Rapolo, who is a big Gator fan, Ryan Mayer as well, who is going, who is a big Gator fan. But, Paul, just stay with me. Just stay with me during this entire show. Because if you stay with me, we're going to break it down. And, yes, we can have the discussions because the hotlines are always open. You want to call into this show and have some discussions. You can, 225-238-6075. I feel like I'm Mike Jones. Oh, Mike Jones. Rifkin, that's a little bit before your time. Your your diapers were being changed when Mike Jones was coming out with that. Two, uh, that, that, that What was it? Back then, them girls didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. 281-330-8004. Mike Jones up on the low, so Mike Jones about to go. Did you know before he got his grill, these girls didn't give a damn if he was here? Yeah. Anyway, you, you can't say Mike Jones and not recite the phone number. It's like a Bible verse. You got to say the number after you say who Mike Jones. All right. Camps are starting as, as a good friend of mine, Dylan Landry on Facebook Live said, 37 days. Number one for LSU. Why do I think that LSU is going to win the West? Now, I know what's going to happen here on the SEC edition. And other SEC fans are starting to matriculate, matriculate, starting to come over to AYS. Blake's a homer. He's a Louisiana guy. He's going to pick LSU to win the West. No crap. But I think it's very close in a very tight race. Number one, with the schedule that just came out, I think that LSU's schedule is a little bit more favorable than Alabama's. They have an early game tough. They have early games late. They got a couple of easier games in the middle, but they got a tough one there. You're going to have to play Georgia. You're going to have to play LSU. You're going to have to play Auburn. You don't have these cupcakes. But here's the reason why I think that LSU is going to win the SEC West. Number one, a lot of talk has been going on about Miles Brennan, the new starting quarterback for LSU. Now, today, the odds came out for the Heisman voting of the SEC. Do you guys want to know who Vegas predicts to have the best odds in the SEC at the current moment to win the to win the Heisman Trophy? At 14 to 1 odds comes in Miles Brennan. Huh. So during a pandemic, during all this money that's been lost in Vegas, they're coming out right now on some betting services and saying that Miles Brennan is best, has the best odds. To win the Heisman. But can Miles Brennan, he's not going to do what Joe Burrow did last year. Let's get that out of the way. He is not going to do what Joe Burrow did last year. Because as I've said it once, I'm going to say it again. No one in college football in a single season has scored 65 touchdowns. Jonathan Rifkin, the intern, asked, does the Heisman have have an asterisk this year? No. Absolutely not. The SEC, ACC, or big, well, maybe not the Big 12, but the SEC and SEC, ACC win it every year. Yeah, I could see fields. I could see fields. 
But this is not this is not total. Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields are the top two. This is in the SEC. But LSU has missed and has to replace a lot. 20 guys that are in the NFL from last season. That's a very big deal. But I'm here to tell you that LSU is actually getting a little bit more of an upgrade on some key positions. Number one, and I'm going to... It's you're not. It's tough to replace a guy like a Justin Jefferson at the wide receiver position. But can you name me? Can you name me a a defensive back room in the country that's playing right now that can cover Jamar Chase, Terrace Marshall, Racing McMath, and Trey Palmer? The reason LSU had so much success last year was because you couldn't cover them all. Oh, and Clyde's coming out the backfield, so you better get ready for that. Now, Clyde, uh, I mean, at the running back position, is a hard thing to replace. But we're going to touch on that in just a second. So do you mean to tell me that Miles Brennan has arguably two wide receivers that we know for an absolute fact that are going to play in the NFL? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Racing McMath, who burst on the scene at the end of last year. A, a, he reminds me so much of Anquan Bolden, it's not even funny. Rifkin, I, have, I have hear a lot of stuff in the background there on Discord. I think the stream may be able to hear it if you can mute your mic, good sir. But Okay, cool. But here's where the positions start for LSU to start getting an upgrade. Tight end being number one. Eric Gilbert at 6'6", 250 pounds, is bigger, stronger, and faster than Thaddeus Moss. And when I say all of this, when I say it's an upgrade, I'm not sitting here and saying that those players that they replaced are, are not good because those players are in the NFL. They're in the NFL. But there are t- there are situations like an Eric Gilbert who has been called Megatron, who's been called a freak of nature, who's going to be replacing, although a freshman is a freak of nature and it's going to be very highly targeted by Miles Brennan. But like that might sound very good. It might sound great. But if Miles Brennan can't get the ball off, then what? Then what happens? Rifkin, can you please mute your mic, good sir? Then what happens at the end of that? But I'm here to tell you, and I've been saying this since early or late January, that I thought that this offensive line for LSU was going to be much more talented than the one last season. Darrell Rosenthal over Sadiq Charles, give me that. Ed Ingram, give me that. Liam Shanahan over Lloyd Cushenberry, eh, I'm not going to take that just yet. I'm not going to take that just yet. But now that you have Chasen Hines that's going to be moving out to guard and Austin Deculus, who was on the starting, who was on the starting five last year, is coming back. Talent, 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 talent. You're not going to beat them up front. Now you're going to be you're going to sack Miles Brennan. I'm not sitting here saying Miles Brennan's never going to get sacked. Not going to. That's not what I'm saying. But from a talent aspect, you best damn well believe. You best damn well believe 
that LSU is going to be more talented up front. I do appreciate all of you joining us. I do greatly appreciate all of you joining us on Facebook Live, Twitch TV, Chris Landry Football, and on Periscope. Go ahead and hit that retweet and hit that share. Hit the like and hit the share on Facebook as well. Here's where I think a lot of people are missing LSU here, and they're like, well, Blake, LSU's just not going to have the offense that they had last season. Well, no duh. No crap. You mean the best offense that we've seen maybe ever? Here's where the difference is going to be for LSU this year. And without a doubt, without a doubt, it's going to be better than last year, and that's on the defensive side of the football. Dave Aranda, I'm not going to say out, I'm not going to say stayed longer than he should have or 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 overstayed his welcome, so to speak. No, I'm not going to say that. But you guys remember how frustrated you are. How frustrated you are with, with, with Dave Aranda last year. Now you have Bo Pelini who's going to come in and do the one thing that LSU, quite frankly, could not do last year with Dave Aranda outside of Calavon Chesson is rush the passer. LSU at times was so bad at rushing the passer and getting sacks outside of Chasson. You had to put in this quote-unquote cheetah package to get pressure on the quarterback. You were putting a 205-pound kid on the outside rushing the passer, hoping that he can get home against a 320-pound man. Now, Blake, why are you critiquing? Why are you critiquing LSU? Guys, because... There are some LSU did give up points last year. LSU did give up points last year. I'm not saying that they were completely perfect, but on the defensive line, they're going to be a lot better. You have Tyler Shelvin, you have a pool Ico, you have Glenn Logan, you have very young and very talented defensive ends that Ed Orgeron has talked about, BJ Ojolari being one of them. So if B.J. O'Jolari comes in and you have T.K. McClendon, you have Andre Anthony, who Ed Orgeron, who is a former defensive lineman, who said these guys look great, I'm going to take the national championship winning coach at his word who told us that Joe Burrow is primed and ready and is going to win a Heisman. For you LSU fans that are going to come into this stream, you know what I'm talking about because when Ed O speaks, you can take it to the bank, cash that check, it's never going to bounce. Linebacker, they're going to be a lot better. I say a lot better. I'm going to say a little bit more deeper. Jabril Cox, who a lot of people had as a top two round pick or round two out of North Dakota State, transfers and now going to be playing at LSU. Either playing the middle or playing outside, regardless of what it's going to be. They're not going to be the traditional 4-3, maybe really ever. But Damone Clark, who burst on the scene last year and actually started at most times, and sometimes over the first round pick in Patrick Queen to the Baltimore Ravens. So you mean to tell me that a backup to start the season at the Baltimore Ravens had someone starting ahead of him? Well, that guy's back. Here's where LSU separates themselves defensively. Eli Ricks, who is the very talented defensive back out of California, it's more than likely going to start outside opposite of Derek Stingley. Cardell Flott, who at times last year shut down, shut down 
receivers like a guy by the name of, you might be heard of him, Jerry Judy. Actually could, did not get burned against a guy by the name of Henry Ruggs. Actually stayed with him stride for stride. Not one, not two, but three or four times in the times that they actually targeted him. When Christian Fulton went down and Derek Stingley, you had two true freshmen covering. Jacoby Stevens, and I see Blaine Smith's comment. I see Blaine Smith's comment on Facebook Live. More than likely, your next number 18 and Jacoby Stevens is back. Do you, do you forget the big hits and the one-hand interceptions that that kid was coming up with last year? And this Bo Pelini defense, he's going to play in the role that we all know that he needs to play up close to the line of scrimmage, take the flat, blitz, or attack the run? That's his bread and butter. Don't put him in the middle third. Dave Aranda was keeping was keeping Jacoby Stevens in the middle third of the field last year, going up against guys like CeeDee Lamb. That's not even close. That's not a competition. That's not a competition because that's not Jacoby's game. Defensively up front defensively at the linebacker position and on the defensive backs in the back five, it's of my opinion that LSU will be better. So you mean to tell me that a defense that showed really good signs of dominance last year against a really talented team in Clemson is going to be better? Are you going to sit here and tell me that Alabama's offense is going to be better than they were last year? Alabama still has holes on defense. When we're talking about the West, quite frankly, I'm not going to even say that is a three or four team race. Texas A&M, you're out. Auburn, I think that they could do it, but more than likely, in my opinion, they're out. I think Auburn can make a push and can surprise some people, but I think that they're out. As always, in early November, it's going to be a race between LSU and Alabama, and that's just how it's going to be. On the day of 8-20-2020, I'm sitting here telling you that Alabama or LSU is going to win the SEC West. The reason why I sat up all night, I say all night, but I sat in my bed and I'm laying there thinking about the show for tonight, and I'm asking myself, in Baton Rouge, in Death Valley, after you've you've overtaken that hump, after you've beaten Alabama on the road in a magical game, LSU is not scared of them anymore. LSU is not scared of Alabama anymore. When LSU and Joe Burrow went down to Brian Denny Stadium and put 46 up on that butt, they don't, they don't care what you bring at them. They're not scared. So now when Alabama, yes, do they reload? Yes, is it going to be a close game? Yes, do they have a lot of talent? Absolutely. But a new day and a new era has come up in Baton Rouge. And you better get ready for the Tigers because here they come. Now, Blake's only getting passionate because it's LSU. Bullshit. I am tired of people not looking at teams realistically. Oh, Alabama's going to be great this year, Blake. They're going to be so great. 
Their defense is going to be absolutely amazing. Says who? We've had on Drew DeArmond and Ryan C. Fowler from last night, and they said they got holes all up in that defense. I see you, Doobie. I'm getting my blood pressure's getting up, isn't it? Doobie wants to hit me with that Rafino's rants. No, I'm calming down. I'm calming down. But I'm sick and tired, and, 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 and it's going to be the same for Georgia. It's going to be the same for Georgia. Trust me. Oh, Alabama's going to win the West. Okay. Are you really confident about that right now? Are you really confident that if a Bryce Young-led freshman team comes into Death Valley with the roster that I just laid out to you, by the way, who's going to card Jamar Chase? Who's going to card Terrace Marshall? Who's going to card Eric Gilbert? And we haven't even gotten to the running backs yet. You don't replace a Clyde Edwards-Alaire's production. You don't. Quite simply, you don't. But with LSU, everybody listen to me right now. All of you LSU fans. All of you LSU fans, get ready for what Blake Rafino is about to tell you. They're going to start pounding the rock a little bit more than they did last year. With Ty Davis-Price and Chris Curry, get ready for them to go spread it out. They're not going to go under center and power eye, this whole Les Miles thing. Speaking of Les Miles, did y'all see he's going to give the offense over to his coordinator? BS. Crap. That's not going to happen. But LSU's going to run the football a lot more than they did last year because they have two bell cows. Let's give them the football. Let's let them run it over. Let's let the talented offensive line come after that butt. That's what's going to happen. And now you have all of these teams that keep saying, well, LSU doesn't have a chance. Now, let me back up for just a second. After all of that that I just mentioned, would I be shocked if Alabama beat LSU this year? No, I would not. Would I be shocked if Alabama won the SEC West? No, I would not. But I'm not completely convinced that Bryce Young's going to take over for at quarterback for Alabama. I know that Jonathan Rifkin out there on the West Coast, the intern talks about he called some games. But he hasn't had a real true offseason in college. Do you understand how difficult that is? Two Alabama analysts, the number one Alabama insider has come on this show like he did last night and said, okay, this is Mac's team. If anybody called in right now and asked me the absolute truth that I think that Alabama is going to beat LSU, I'm not going to sit here and completely push back and argue it. But of what I'm seeing at both depth charts, I have Alabama on one and LSU on the other. All my notes sitting right here, I go, hmm, that's an LSU. Oh, well, LSU wins that battle too. To be the champion, you have to beat the champion, and you're going to have to dethrone them. Alabama, in all in all honesty, in all honesty, Alabama has to. We have to sit back and say, "Look, guys, in the last two years, what have they done?" Don't give me the two a mess. Don't give me the two a mess. You still gave up 46 points in Bryant Denny. You still gave up 46 points in Bryant Denny. You still let a Bo Nix. Ran offense. Bo Nix beat you. Blake, it was two pick six by Mac Jones. And 
You're saying that Auburn had a great defense last year on that back seven? <clears throat> Guys, you got to start being more realistic. You have to start being more realistic. Okay. Guys, you can call in a debate. 225-238-6075. 225-238-6075. What says you? And before we get over to the Georgia Bulldogs, and who do I have pick? Well, who do I have winning the entire SEC? Who do I have in winning the entire SEC? We'll get to that at the end. But before we get to that, guys, LandryFootball.com. That's LandryFootball.com. Guys, I have to admit it. There's so much talent on the Chris Landry Football Twitch page. All day long, you have Chuck Oliver. You have Jonathan Rifkin. You have so many talent. Lawton, uh, Lawton Swan, right? Yeah, Lawton Swan. I was forgetting his last name. Eight with ACC tailgate. Dude kills it, by the way, in Clemson sports. You need to go over there and start checking it out. That's twitch.tv slash Chris Landry Football. Twitch.tv slash Chris Landry Football. Okay, so we talked about the West, and we got a little passionate. And I know that I have some Gator fans in here. I know that Ryan Mayer is a Gators fan. I know that Paul Rapolo is a Gators fan. Doobie Lane's wearing blue, and he picked the Gators to win the East. So I'm wearing blue, but I'm not picking the Gators. Quite frankly, and no, I'm not picking the. I'm not picking against Florida because I I love Gator Dave, who comes on the show is a frequent guest. My 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 stepmother in law is a big Gator fan. My brother in law is a Gator fan. I'm not doing this to get them upset and mad. That's not what Blake's doing. Here's why. Here is why I quite frankly believe that Georgia is going to win the East and face LSU in the SEC championship game. Let I have offense first. I have offense first. Let's let's go to defense first. Because I feel like I'm going to have to argue my point on offense. Guys, do you know on points per game last year who gave up the least per average? It was the Georgia Bulldogs. At 12.3 points per game, the Georgia Bulldogs, your number one points per game leader, and not, not, not just in the SEC, in the entire country, in the entire country, the number one scoring defense in the land. So now you're starting to ask me, well, Blake, why did you pick Georgia to be the best defense in all of college football next season? Here is why. Oh, look at Danny. Danny Krantz says, Blake, we know Kentucky will win the East. Just ask Jeff in the borough. <laughs> What's up, Danny? Here is why I believe that their defense is going to be the number one team in the or number one defense in the land. You return 80% of the production that you had last year. Jordan Davis, Malik Herring, you have Monty Rice, Eric Stokes, Mark Webb, DJ Daniel, Richard LeCount, who Richard LeCount was one of my top 10 players in all of the SEC. Don't let me forget about Aziz, who comes off the end, and their front seven. I'm going to tell you what this front seven for, for Georgia reminds me a lot of. LSU fans, this is not a slight because you know that I hate this game, or I hated this game more than anybody. They're the 2011 Alabama Crimson Tide. That's what that defense is. They just don't have the names. Blake, that's a stretch. Okay. 
Okay. Maybe they don't have the big names like those guys in Alabama did. Maybe they won't have the guys of the draft. But you better believe, you better believe that it just has that feel of what Kirby wants to do. Three really, really good defensive backs. You have really, really good linebackers. And you have two guys on the defensive line who, quite frankly, are going to be in the top four of the NFL draft. So if I told you that of 11 starters, more than likely nine of them are going to be in the NFL, what does that tell you? Oh, and by the way, that's 80% of the production that came back from last year. Sam Bacon says 13-0. and 0. Well, Sam, can they go 13-0? and 0? Yeah, they can. They can. That's Sam's right. 10 championship game, two playoff games. Yep, Sam's right. On Facebook Live for you podcasters. You podcasters need to come over here and entertain this, uh, this live stream on Twitch and Periscope and Facebook. But when you have that much production, when you have that much talent coming back, Where's the hole? What are you going to do? As great as LSU's defense, our offense was last year, there were times that they were getting after Joe Burrow. If Joe Burrow doesn't, what's a way that I want to put this? Because I was about to curse and I can't do that because I'm getting passionate about it. But if he didn't do a rope-a-dope, if he wouldn't pull a Muhammad Ali and a rabbit out of his hat, on most of those plays, he doesn't score a lot of them. Guys, If Georgia had an offense last year, this could be a completely different argument that we are going to have because their defense was so damn good. Now, here's the question. Can Georgia beat Alabama early in the season? Maybe not. But will they beat everybody else that they have to play? More than likely they will. And when that day comes that they do that, They're going to be in the SEC championship game because I don't think that Florida has the depth. Florida does not have the depth on the defensive line. They don't have the depth on the offensive line. Are they very talented up front on the offensive line? You're damn right they are. But guys, Florida has four receivers that they're possibly going to be missing from their team last year. You had two that are in the NFL and two of the guys are sitting out. They're not opting out, but we haven't seen them at practice. But I can't remember a team, maybe outside of an LSU in 2011, maybe, maybe an Alabama in 13, that is so hindering on what the offense and the quarterback's going to look like. Because here's what it does look like right now. Now, we all know about Jamie Newman and JT Daniels, but I don't think JT Daniels, it's going to take a lot for JT Daniels to win that job, in my opinion, coming in so late. But everyone talks about Jamie Newman's passing efficiency. Everyone talks about Jamie Newman was under 50% against Clemson. But nobody in college football last season had a better completion percentage in tight window throws than Jamie Newman other than Joe Burrow. So does that have something to tell you? Oh, and by the way, go look at Wake Forest drops from their receivers last year. 
You're not going to be able to compare to me Wake Forest and Georgia talent. Up front, they're very experienced, and they have Road Raiders. Now, Cade Mays is not going to be there, but they have Trey Hill, who actually now watching a little bit of film on Trey Hill might be the best center in the SEC outside the kid from Kentucky. But you have a versatile offensive lineman in Ben Cleveland who can play all over the place. And what I'm about to tell you, a lot of you fans aren't going to like, especially you Florida fans, especially you Alabama fans. But from a talent aspect, from an absolute talent aspect, George Pickens is the second best receiver in the SEC. It's not close. It's not close. It's right now, to date, it's Jamar Chase and George Pickens. The reason Georgia has not been that team that has won that game is Jake from State from. Guys, this is how wide his hands are. As wide as this pencil. This is how thin Jake from State from is. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do the last one. I'm not going to do the last one. Jake from State from is not a good quarterback. Not the quarterback that takes you over the top. Well, Blake, Alabama didn't have those quarterbacks. A.J. McCarron, Greg McElroy. They played a lot better than what Jake from State from did. They can actually complete passes down the middle of the field. How many times do we remember in the early part of the SEC championship game when Jake Fromm can't hit an open receiver in the middle of the field 20 yards down the field? Doobie Lane has a son named Hunter who could have done the same damn thing. He could throw that ball 20 yards and hit an open receiver. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, he could. He's missing wide open people. That's why they weren't winning. But it's different now. And I think that Jamie Newman or JT Daniels could go in and win them games and get them over the top. That's just the truth, guys. Now that you and, and, and the best probably one-two punch coming into the season, I'm not going to say one-two punch. Not the best running backs. Not That's Najee Harris. Not the best running backs. But coming into the season, the best one-two punch is Zamir White and, and, and James Cook. Two running backs that will play in the NFL. So, if you want to debate it, if you want to tell me where I was wrong, okay, hit it with me, Doobie. Guys, we got we got live Jake from State from. There he is, Uncle Rico. <laughs> But if you want to call in a debate on why you don't think that LSU is going to win the West and why Georgia is not going to win the East, call in and let's debate it. Don't be scared. If you're scared, go to church or buy you a pit bull. Doobie, I know that you don't like my picks. I know, I know you might like the LSU one, but you're big on Florida. Now that we break it down and now that we're starting to break down teams and the analysis of, uh, of are you serious is coming out? You sticking with Florida? Uh, maybe. And it's only because, uh, 
I know more about Florida going into this year than I do about Georgia because Georgia has a uh, new quarterback, also another or a new offensive coordinator. I mean, dude, Georgia can come out and completely just blow it out the water. So if I'm being completely honest, I'm just going off of what I know from seeing last year. That's that's why I'm sticking with Florida. I can't do it. I just don't think that they have the depth. If they start, and especially in, in right now, in today's year, in today's society, with COVID-19, and if a kid test, if a kid tests positive for Georgia, oh, well, let's pop in another four-star, five-star. No, I Florida does mean. that. They don't have the depth. Hey, that happens at LSU. A defensive lineman goes down. Good luck with Jacoby and Guillory. Good luck with Jaqueline Roy. Yeah, I, mean, I just I, don't. Dude, I just can't see it, man. I cannot no, see it. And I can't. I'm not going to disagree. I mean, realistically, we we've seen how it went the last few years, and the only reason why I'm sticking. I'm literally the only reason is just because I don't know a ton of the offense of what, you know, what can we expect from Georgia coming into this year, especially with the new quarterback offensive coordinator. Again, dude, they can come in and just like just blow everyone away. It wouldn't surprise me. Hey, here's the, here's a question. What can we expect from Florida's? They have two receivers that are in the NFL and two receivers that aren't practicing right now. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're two starting wide receivers. We got a phone call. All right. Guys, you can't call in 225-238-6075. 225-238-6075. We do have someone on the line right now. Who do we have the great pleasure of debating with tonight? It's Ryan Blake. Uh-oh. Ryan, on a scale of 1 to 10, how big of trouble am I in? <laughs> Uh, I would say maybe uh, a six or a seven. Six or seven. Okay, so Ryan, I've been talking for 40 straight minutes without a water break, maybe one water break. Why? I know that you're a Gators fan. Why do you think that the Florida Gators are going to beat the Georgia Bulldogs? Now, you know, know I'm very, very real, right, Blake? And I keep it. I know you're real. Yes, possible. Um, I would say number one, I differ. I differ because number one, I think, um, I think that Florida Gators defense is going to be is actually going to be a lot better this year than last year. But last year they couldn't even touch, um, they couldn't even touch um, Jake from last year. That's number one. Then number two, I think that the offense is going to be a lot better too this year. That's my uh, point. Okay, uh, okay, but if you have two receivers, two of your starting receivers that are out, then what? I guess I, my question I is, is offensively. I don't think that to to uh to play out. What's that now? I don't bank on that to play out. Continue, continue to play out. I don't think they're going to continue to sit out the rest of the. The rest of the um, the rest of the season. I don't know, Ryan. I mean, I can only go with the information that I have now, and I can only go on the information that we're given. And the information that we're given right now is just the fact that they are sending out. So I get the fact. Will it? Will, will it possibly happen? Maybe not. 
but at the current moment, they're not at practice. And I just feel like there's only so much that Kyle Trask is going to be able to do. Now, here's what I would bank on. Todd Grantham defenses are always good. They're always good. From Mississippi State to Florida, wherever he's gone the last couple years, they've been good. The question is, I mean, you do have a lot to, to replace on the wide receiver. Now, you got Kyle Pitts. Pitts is going to be really good. But Georgia has 80% of their production coming back from last year, and that's what would scare me if I'm a Florida Gator fan. Just being honest, Ryan. And then I, I, I hear Blake, the number three. I think that Florida's going to bank on their, their defense a lot more. And also, too, I think that um, when you went back and said LSU might win the West, I I kind of differ, differ a little bit because I feel as like Obama is going to be on the mission. This year, because it's because how they because because how their season ended last year, it wasn't good. So I know this year they're gonna be on a mission. Then you have to then you also have to take in fact that they had a whole bunch of players that were hurt last year on the defensive side of the ball. Can Florida generate a pass rush though? Yes. I mean, two of their they guys will, are gone. They're two really talented defensive ends going. You have Cox, you have Carter, then you have, then you have uh, some more depth too along the center line. So they're going to put up some more. They're going to put up a lot more sacks than last year. I, that will happen. The secondary, the secondary is one of the is one of the best in the whole in the whole. Um, it's our whole uh, conference, too. Yeah. All right, Ryan, we greatly appreciate you calling in, sir. You have a good night, and you can call in whenever you'd like to. All right. Thank Thanks, you. man. Danny Krantz on Facebook Live says, only way UF wins the East is if Georgia can't establish an offense. Blake's right. Not reading this because I, I saw my name. UF doesn't have enough depth to make a run based off their schedule. I agree with that. Colin Thibodeau says Ryan Mayer is – Throwing out Racy McMath, Eric Gilbert, and leave Chase and Marshall on the sidelines and beat Florida still couldn't stop them. I mean, <laughs> you're going from no receivers to five possible options for LSU. George Pickens is still a better option than what George, anything that Florida has on their side right now, maybe outside of Kyle Pitts, but he's still a tight end. That's why I think it's going to happen. All right, guys, you can call in 225-238-6075, 225-238-6075. All right, we can get to the Rudy Poo of the day. Doobie, who in the Rudy Poo do you think is the Rudy Poo of the day? Hmm. I would have to uh, – I'm going to stick with the Big Ten uh, situation right now. I can't, I can't get can that you? off my mind. I can't. You're a little warm. You're a little warm. Is there anyone in specifically around there that you think they can win the hashtag Rudy Pooh person of the day? Who is a busy one? Uh, give me a hint. Is it a player or is it an athletic director? Uh, it's an athletic director. We kind of talked about him yesterday. Talking about with Ohio State. It's going to be Kevin Warren again. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to pick Kevin Warren. 
I wasn't going to pick Kevin Warren for my Rudy Pooh person of the day. But he completely redeemed himself. At the last possible moment, he came out with a statement completely redeeming himself. Are they still planning like the uh the protesting? He tomorrow? legitimately he legitimately sent out a statement saying for parents not to come to Chicago to the Big Ten office that I won't hear you. Bullshit bull, bull, BS. You're gonna hear them. They have a peaceful protest tomorrow. You know what goes to people who are not a part of Rudy Poo? The people that are going to be peacefully protested in front of the Big Ten office tomorrow. That's not Rudy Poo. Yeah, I'm trying to read up. What, what's this right here? Mississippi. Yeah, Adam governor. Parr asked. Adam Parr asked, doesn't uh, Kevin Warren have a kid that plays at Mississippi State? Adam, he sure does. Guess what? His his kid's still playing. He will not be pulling out. So if they so, try to pull the safety I mean, card, you're going to have to uh, get another uh, excuse. It's not going to work. Well, no, you've got so many people to, just running at one another on Twitter. Well, it's the presidents that made this decision. Well, as a Big Ten commissioner, if there's six teams that want to play, let them play. You, can, you have that ability. Like, you have that ability. You're the Big Ten commissioner. You're the commish. That's a little hypocritical, though, on his part, is what I mean. Yeah, and Marvin Mackey say, says it on Facebook Live the best. He goes, his son can play, but they won't. he won't let the conference play. I mean... <laughs> and he's completely, like, perfectly okay with his son playing. It's, you know what? We're going to have to get... I want an attorney. I'm going to call some attorney friends of mine. I want to have an attorney on as a guest, and I want to ask him about this litigation BS. Like, if you can have kids on... The biggest thing for me is not the intramurals, it's kids on campus. That's a bigger litigation than anything. What if a kid goes on campus, contracts COVID, and passes away? God forbid, knocking on wood. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, it's, Who's it's this Rudy Pooh on Twitter? God. All right. Twitter's going to make me completely straight razor, shave my face. Every single night, they have something to come back with my curly. They said I look like Ronnie Fingers or something. Whoever whoever Jonathan Rifkin was saying yesterday. Ronnie Fingers, Raleigh Fingers, whatever it is. Blake, He said, Blake, twist your mustache. Okay. Let's see if We're I can fix the that on live stream. We'll, we'll, we'll give Blake a, a, give him a little facelift. If you hang uh, real still right there, Blake. Okay. Get a big old smile like that. Uh, let's see what we got. What we got? What we got? Oh, 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 oh. what do y'all is. think about that? What do you think about that beard? Ooh, it's got two 401k plans. No, that's 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 a whole mutual fund right there. <laughs> that's the whole mutual fund. All right, let's guys, let's go ahead and get on out of here. We, I do not know if we're going to be back tomorrow. We got a lot to do. We got a lot to do. We'll see. But as always, guys, my name's Blake Rafino. Oh, we got a question. Blake, you need a Rudy Pooh sign in the back. Okay. We'll get a we'll get a Rudy Pooh sign in the back. We'll get a Rudy Pooh sign in the back. All right, guys. My name's Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports? The very famous and talented Doobie Lane was back on the ones and twos. See us tomorrow, maybe, but you'll definitely see us back on Monday. You guys have a great night. Peace out, Girl Scouts.
It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.